Jesus Fix It, the Good Morning Radio Podcast with Seth and Jess. You can say, I love you, without saying those three words in so many ways. That's absolutely true. Um, bringing me a cup of coffee. Uh-huh. I know you love me a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, let me see. Okay, when I was married, when my husband didn't come straight home and take off his tie and go take a nap, and he took the baby from me and oh. fed the baby and told me to go take a bath. Yeah, that's huge. <laughs> that was saying, I love yeah. you. Seriously. Yeah. Um, being a single mom when my kids were like really young, when they were younger and somebody saying, you know what? I want you to have a self-care day and I'm going to come over and babysit your kids for mm-hmm. you for a couple of hours. That said, I love you. There yeah. are so many ways you can say I love you without actually saying the words. So that's what we're talking about. How do you say I love you without saying I love you? We were all together. Uh, we had a bunch of people over at the house. We're all watching TV. And I'm laying on the floor so that, you know, the ladies can have the couches and all that kind of stuff. I'm laying on the floor and it's a little uncomfortable, you know, Mm -hmm. know, on the hard floor. And I'm like, you know, and Chris, my wife, noticed, hmm, he's a little uncomfortable. Without saying a word, she got up, went to another room, got a, a pillow from another sofa and just walked by me and dropped it in front of me. Didn't say a word, didn't do anything, but she noticed I was uncomfortable, noticed I needed a pillow, brought me one, and didn't make a big deal of it. Yeah. That, to me, showed so much care and affection and love. That's It can be so simple, like a cup of coffee, Mm -hmm. or it can be extravagant with poetry and flowers and gifts and all kinds of stuff. There's... There's a million ways to say I love you. Yeah. The question is, how do you know how the other person wants to hear it? Yeah. Okay. So this is the thing. This whole month of love thing and Valentine's month and all of this, you know, we make a lot over the day on the calendar. And I just wonder if we're just taking this whole love thing for granted because we show each other love in so many ways Before Valentine's Day and after Valentine's Day. And I wonder if we even realize how much love we really show each other and we're just not even acknowledging it or taking it for granted. We don't need a day on the calendar to remind us that we're loved or to show each other love. Yeah, it shouldn't be just focused on one day. It's kind of a 365 kind of thing. Right, and I get that, but (laughs) yes. But then also I just don't ever forget the little things. And I think sometimes you just get so used to your person or people showing you love in those Mm -hmm. little tiny ways that you don't really stop to think about. Like in that moment when Chris brought you that pillow, yeah, I'm sure you were like, oh, that's so sweet. But there's a part of you that didn't stop to think, oh, this is love right here. Right. You know, we don't really, like, soak that in. Yeah, it took me a while to realize what kind of an act of selflessness and love appreciation that actually was. Right, because we just get so used to people that care about us doing things for us. We don't really stop and appreciate it until they stop doing it or until, until they don't do it anymore. And then you're like, well, you didn't... 
get me that coffee like you normally do or uh-huh. such and such quit offering to babysit. Well, you know, this is interesting <laughs> because everybody has their own way of expressing love for somebody else mm-hmm. and then wanting love to be expressed back to them, mm-hmm. right? So if you have two people in the relationship, right, and person A, their uh, way of expressing love is giving little gifts, right? Mm-hmm. But person B is having it expressed verbally. Then person A gives a lot of gifts, and person B says a lot of "I loves you," "I love yous." Oh my goodness! They're both sharing how much they care, but neither one is giving the other one what they need to feel. There's that you know everybody knows about the five love languages. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and everybody kind of you know when you start mentioning, it, I can hear the collective eye roll. Oh, the five love languages. We've heard about it a million times. It's but that's the truth. Thing. True, it is, and and to go along with it. If you're showing expressions of love to the other person, right, you're giving out of your, and I can't remember what book I heard it from, it may be the same one, but your love tank, mm-hmm. okay? You're pouring out all this emotion and love, and they're receiving it, but they're not sending it back to you the way you want it. Eventually, if you keep making withdrawals, yeah. you're empty. And that's when you hit that whole, well, listen, if you're not receptive to what I'm saying, and you're not saying it back to me the way I need to hear it, Well, then why do I need to keep going? And the next thing you know, that relationship is on the rocks. I think it's it's balanced and you got to meet each other halfway because, okay, so prime example, um, we all know like, well, maybe if you're just now listening to Seth and Jess or I could write a book on my dating history, let me tell you. Yes. But (laughs) even the stuff you guys haven't heard. Oh, my gosh. Okay. But let me tell you um, about this one relationship where our love language is totally different. The way we love, totally different. I am the type of person, I will tell you I love you every single day. And I am big on communication. I over-communicate. I want to communicate about everything. I can I can see that. I know. Um, anyway. <laughs> like, I'm, I learned, like, I'm not saying I've always been perfect in a relationship, but I try to learn from past mistakes. Sure. And I haven't always been the best communicator. So I want to always work on that. So right. now I try to over communicate. Now, yeah. he is okay when I am ready to share how I feel, I'm going all in. I am going to tell you how I feel about you. I am going to tell you about how much I love you, but I'm not going to do that until I'm ready and I'm not going to do it every day. Uh huh. It may be once a month, I'm going to sit you down and I'm just going to say, Jess, I love you with all my heart. This is everything I love about you and blah, blah, blah. And that's got to hold you for a while. And that's got to hold you <laughs> until I'm feeling, you know, sentimental right? until the next time. But in between, my love language is personal touch. I'm going to give you all the hugs. I'm going to show you affection. Right. And then he was also a giver, love to surprise. There may be some flowers that show up unexpectedly. Right. Um, maybe a gift that shows up at my doorstep. That's how he loves. Now you can imagine. Right. I love to communicate and I love hearing the words. Uh-huh. That's not his personality. Right. So you know me. Every day I'm like, well, do you really love me? You never say it. Oh. I, I can feel I, I can feel his stress and he's like, right now. I literally just sent you flowers yesterday. Yeah, you sent me the flowers, but are you sending me the flowers because you don't want to tell me you love me? It just means so much more when you say the words. Uh-huh. 
And he's like, you know, I love you because right. you got the flower seed and they were red. <laughs> right. And then last week when you got home, there was like a whole outfit that mm-hmm. showed up unexpectedly. Mm-hmm. And then last month, yep, I told you that whole thing about how, you know, I'm so glad we're together. And, and he hadn't changed his mind. But that was like 30 days ago. And you hadn't said I love you in 30 days. Yeah. So, so that, you see what I'm saying? I do. And, and I, and being so, objective, I understand I both to, sides. Yeah. So, so for us, I had to learn, okay, uh-huh. he's not going to tell you he loves you every day. So you're going to have to accept mm-hmm. that that's not how he loves. Mm-hmm. But for him, he had to learn how, okay, she can't go a whole 30 days without you saying I love you. That's not going to be her. Right. So you have to learn how to meet each other in the middle somewhere. Right. That's what's when you've heard the phrase love is work. Mm-hmm. Love is a choice. Yes. Okay. When you're in the first 12, 18 months of a relationship, love is pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Right, because of all the gooey emotions. Your representative and, shows up. Exactly. <laughs> yes. You get the representative. Exactly. Right. You know, the best foot forward type of thing. And and it's usually easy because when you're oh in love, you can forgive a lot. Yeah. Right. You can, you can overlook a lot. <laughs> but when that starts to wane, that's when the work go is very, very important. Mm-hmm. So you understanding, okay, he's not gonna say it every single day. He may not say it every single week, <laughs> but him giving gifts, that's his expression of love. Right. Right? And so you understand that's him showing love, and that takes a little work to be confident in it. But then again, you automatically want to say to him, I love you every minute of the day. And he's like, mm-hmm. what he wants, because he gives you gifts, he wants little gifts. That's his love language. So you make the effort to express your love to him in the way he receives it. He makes the effort of expressing to you love in the way you want to receive it, hence the work of the relationship. You both understand the the feelings, and you can move forward. And, it, and, it's, and it's a good thing. Yeah. Um, fortunately for my wife and, and I, we before we got married— we had, uh, you know, the premarital counseling and so forth because my wife and I, we both had been married before mm-hmm. and neither one of us were going into this going, really, you want to make the mistake, the same thing? We want to make sure oh, we're not, yeah, we're not doing this just for fun. This mm-hmm. is serious business. And so we went to marital counseling and we took one of the, the, the premarital personality exams mm-hmm. and the, the therapist that was working with us started laughing. She goes, I have never in my life encountered two people more alike, <laughs> which is good in some ways, and it, it has its difficulties in others, and we can talk about that some other time. But she and I express feelings for each other almost identical. Mm. We have the same love language in a lot of ways, which makes it easier. It, it, there's not as much work involved in expressing love, but there's always work in showing somebody how you feel for them in other ways than expressing it. Look, forgiveness Ooh. is a huge way to show you love someone. Let me tell you, I can hold a grudge like nobody's business. Really? So if I forgive you, that is love. Now, you said now, if. 
if I forgive you. Because, look, the Lord is still working on my heart in that way. I'm not going to sit here and say that I forgive everyone because I I don't. Look, I haven't lied to our audience yet, and I'm not going to start. No, no, so forgiveness is not the easiest thing. There are still some people that I am working on. God is still working on this old messy heart of mine. And we've talked about how long forgiveness yes. can take a while, and yeah. that's okay, too. And now there are some people that I have forgiven, but the our season as that season of us being friends or that season right. of us having any type of relationship is over. Right. But all is forgiven, and that happens, you know, and that's okay. Accepting that a season of a friendship or a relationship is over, accepting that, that's also a way to show love. That's a way to show love. Because, because if, yeah. it's, if, if the relationship isn't good for either one of you, mm-hmm. then you both need to go your separate ways. So you can just flourish. And, because yeah. that is showing I, 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 I dated someone for a while, mm-hmm. and I was contemplating whether or not she was one that I should marry. Mm-hmm. And I did a lot of praying about it. And God clearly put it on my heart. No, she is not the one. You need to get out of the way so the one that is for her can move, can come along so that she can be available for the one that is for her. That's love. And and it was I realized I was being very selfish in, in not taking her needs and wants equal or more important to my own. Mm-hmm. And it's like, as soon as it, as soon as God gave me that clarity that I was being selfish and that if I knew I was not going to marry her and that wasn't going to happen, then that relationship had to be over. It was very difficult. It was not pleasant. But that is an example of showing love for somebody in a Christ-like manner mm-hmm. by ending it. Yeah, and And love. that was hard to do. Mm-hmm. But there is so many ways that you can show love and appreciation for someone. Um you know, <clears throat> bacon is a good way to show oh that you goodness. love for somebody. Need, I'm just I saying. food was going to come in here. <laughs> come in here. Some type of well, way. Look, okay. this is the reason I'm overweight now because my mom loves me a lot. Uh-huh. And that's how my mom has show, shown her love. <laughs> like my mom. Interesting. Will cook for you. If yeah. when, if my mom offers you a meal, mm-hmm. she loves you. Yeah, that's how my mom shows her love. And I'm not. You know, okay, hear me. I'm not blaming my mom for me being. No, fat. no, no. <laughs> but you know what? That really sounded like a did. But that's that's one way a southern mama shows her love is when she offers you a meal. Yeah, that is love right there. Because let me tell you what she does. She will cook, and then she'll put a plate in front of you. And she won't eat herself. She'll just sit there with a smile on her face and just and watch. watch you eat. And I'm just like, so you're just going to sit there and watch me eat? Mm-hmm, yeah. You go ahead, baby. Uh-huh. And and she is just sitting there in bliss watching you enjoy the meal she has prepared for you. I get you. that. <laughs> I, cook, I cook for my family. Yeah. And there is nothing more complimentary. There is nothing more of a feeling of receiving love mm-hmm. than we call it yummy noises. <laughs> you know, while you're eating, you hear this, mmm, mm. oh, this is good. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that feeds the cook. That shows the cook love. Yeah. Right? And the cook expresses love by feeding. Mm-hmm. I get that. You know, when you said that, it reminded me, I, we've talked, I think we've talked on the program before, my, my mother used to make potato soup. Ooh, and yes. she made really good potato mm. soup. But I realize, I think she did it when all the family was coming together, when there was a, and that was her way of showing love to the family by making this big old pot of potato soup. 
I wonder what is it about potato soup? My grandma used to do that. Sometimes when me and my sister would get home from school, uh-huh. we would, first of all, we were supposed to have our beds made and our rooms clean before we left to go uh, to school. Really? And sometimes my mom and dad would leave before we went to school and we would get home before they came for came home from work because right. my mom and dad worked together for a short period of time. Uh-huh. And we thought, okay, we could get away with not cleaning our room because we're going to beat them home. Do it before they get home. Mm-hmm. So sometimes when we left our rooms in shambles, we would get home and we'd get there and miraculously, our rooms would be spotless. Mm-hmm. My grandma had come up during the day. Mm-hmm. She'd made our beds, picked up <laughs> all of our things, yep. and there was a big old pot of potato soup on the stove. And we were like, Grandma's been here. Mm-hmm. Only a grandma would do that. Like, mm-hmm. there's no way. <laughs> oh, no. As a parent, there's no <laughs> As way. As a parent, like, I'm not cleaning my clean kid's room, room and going to cook for you. No. Like, that is only a grandma's love right there. It is. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, that is love. Like cleaning up for somebody. Like I would There it, it is. That's it, another way of expressing love is yeah. going behind them and cleaning up and not making a big deal of it, just doing that. Yeah. But then when you do that, there's a thing where you have to be shown love and appreciation. Otherwise that turns into resentment. True. I got to pick up after you all the time. You don't show me any appreciation. Yeah. Well, I'm not doing it anymore. Because I'm going to say, like, there were times um, <laughs> taking care of husbands, <laughs> husband and kids, and you had to pick up after them. And there were cabinets. They heard the cabinets and the um, doors slamming. Mm. Let me go ahead and fix dinner. <laughs> Let me go ahead and. Put this pot on the stove. Because I love you. Because I love you and I'm doing it. Uh-huh. You're hearing every pot. And I'm like, yeah, that. little passive aggressive, were we? Is that love? Yeah. Yeah. Now, I, I, fortunately for my <laughs> wife, she doesn't have to deal with any of those aggravations <clears throat> with me. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because me being pretty close to the perfect hubby. Please don't. What? Make us sick right now. Okay. <laughs> Just say it. Yeah. You know, um. Another way that you really can show love, and I didn't appreciate this for the longest time. I just thought this was something I was obligated to do as a Christian is to tell other people about Jesus that didn't know him. It's like, oh, let me tell you about Jesus. Like, I thought I was just doing my fulfilling my Christian duty to tell everybody about this Jesus I knew, especially as a new believer. I was like. Hey, I know Jesus now. Let me tell you, which is, yes, that's what we're supposed to do. But now as a believer and you're telling other people about Jesus, like you feel it. Mm -hmm. Like it's like, oh my goodness. Like sharing Jesus with somebody is love. Because you get to actually tell them about this joy and love that they can experience when they let Jesus into their heart as well. Like, Telling somebody about Jesus when they don't know him is like the ultimate love. And so it took me a while to really grasp that and just not think, okay, you are just doing the Christian responsible thing, just telling somebody about Jesus. This is part of the things you have to do as a Christian is to tell other list. Right. Do you know what I mean? Uh, Yeah, I do. But now just like telling somebody about Jesus, and I don't like to like, 
I know this sounds bad. I don't want to like beat people with my Bible over mm-hmm. the head, but it's like if you only knew what you were, what's missing in your life without Him, right? And just being able to share, even if you'll just let me share a little bit, mm-hmm. like that is love. It is. That is love in action, actually. Mm-hmm. Being able to just share even a little bit, that is true love. Yep. And it's beautiful when you have your experience, mm-hmm. God uses that experience to reach out to someone who is going through a similar experience. Mm-hmm. That's how that connection is made and how the relationship with Jesus is expressed, and they get it. There's a lot of times when someone who doesn't relate to someone is trying to express Jesus, and it it misses the mark. When I was younger, I had a lot of people try to tell me about Jesus because I was not exactly living the good life. Mm -hmm. And there were a lot of times I got very angry at people. It's like, will you stop with the Jesus? I know who it is. I hear you. But it was somebody who didn't relate to me on my life experiences. Yeah. Somebody that I dismissed as saying, you don't have any idea what I've been through, brother. So mm-hmm. don't come to me with the Jesus, okay? Yeah. It's when somebody who had been down a road similar to mine said, hey, I know you're hurting. Let me share with you how my hurts were eased. Then I was receptive to hearing about right. Jesus. Yeah, and then it then that really is love is when you say, "Look, you're hurting, man. You've tried everything. Try this. Give this a try." Right. Too. Yeah, I used to be so torn as far as like when somebody would say, "Don't you wish you would have known Jesus sooner?" And yes, yes. yes. However, I'm not ashamed at some of the things I have gone through because. Knowing Jesus now and looking back at my pre-Jesus life, it reminds me of what I don't ever want to go back to. Yep. And it reminds me of where I am now and how my life has changed with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening. If you have questions or comments, send them to podcast at spiritfm.com. This is a production of Positive Alternative Radio. The Jesus Fix It podcast is brought to you by Mardell Christian Education Stores, which provide a vast selection of faith-based products and supplies for both classroom and homeschool teachers. You can find Mardell exclusive brands in their education, church supply, and gift departments, you know, like Renewing Minds and The Brainery. Toys for the kiddos, from Melissa and Doug, science and craft activity kits, they're all 30% off. And you can view their weekly ad and what's on sale anytime you like by simply downloading the Mardell app. Looking for another encouraging podcast? Quirks, Bumps, and Bruises with Melody, Candy, and Gabe explores the real experiences of life through humor and honesty, weighing in together on how every quirk, bump, and bruise of life that we encounter can all relate back to the grace, love, and forgiveness of God. Search Quirks, Bumps, and Bruises wherever you get your podcasts today.